What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Amen. Welcome, welcome to Power of Prayer Ministries International. My name is Prophet Larry Honore Jr., and I want to thank God for everybody that is here. This is the day that the Lord has made. We rejoice and be glad in him. Amen. Praise God. Heavenly Father, we ask you to forgive us of our sins, knowingly and unknowingly. Forgive us of our thoughts, actions, deeds, Lord. We thank you for your daily bread. We thank you for this week, Father. This week is not like no other. And, Lord, we just say thank you, Lord. We thank you for the, the, new, the newness. We thank you for new ideas. Lord, we thank you for a new uh, outlook on life. Lord, we thank you for renewing our minds in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we are redeemed. Lord, in the name of Jesus, according to Deuteronomy 28, 23-24, we are redeemed from drought. And, Father God, we, Lord, we are redeemed from the, the enemy. We are redeemed from spiritual miscarriage. Lord, we are redeemed from being low. Lord, we, I thank you that we are redeemed from barring. Lord, we are thank you that we were redeemed from being the tail, according to Deuteronomy 28:44. We are redeemed from curses, curses that make me a sign and a wonder. We are redeemed from the yoke of iron. We are redeemed from fierce enemy. We are redeemed from devourers. We are redeemed from all plagues. We are redeemed from all diseases. We are redeemed from the evil eye. We redeemed. We are redeemed from decrease, according to Deuteronomy 28 and 62. Our soul is redeemed, and we will not be isolated, according to Psalms 25 and 16. My Redeemer is mighty, and he 
pleads my cause, according to Proverbs 23 and 11. My Redeemer teach me to profit and lead me in the way I should go, according to Isaiah 48 and 17. Our Redeemer gives us everlasting kindness and mercy, according to Isaiah 54 and 8. The Lord has redeemed us from our trouble, Psalms 25 and 22. We commit our spirit into the hands of our Redeemer, Psalms 31 and 5. Our Redeemer helpers help us, Psalms 44 and 26. We will greatly rejoice and sing, for the Lord has redeemed us, Psalms 71 and 23. And Father God, Jesus is our redemption, according to 1 Corinthians 1 and 30. And Father God, let us know the way of peace. Let peace come to us in our household and all that we have. Uh, O Lord, lift up our continents upon us and give us peace. Thank you, Lord, for giving us your covenant of peace. We will depart from evil and do good, and I will seek, we will seek peace and pursue it. You have redeemed our soul in peace from the battle that's within me, uh, uh, within me. Your laws give me great peace, and nothing causes me to stumble. Lord, you are not the author of confusion, but of peace, according to 1 Corinthians 14 and 33. The peace you give us is not what the world gives, but therefore our heart will not be troubled. We will acquaint ourselves with you and be at peace, and goodwill will come to us, according to Job 22 and 21. And Father God, we thank you for strength this day. Lord, we thank you for, thank you, Father. We thank you that, Lord, you are chasing our enemies away, Father. Lord, Lord, I just want to say thank you for testimonies. Lord, I thank you that many people are surrendering their will unto you. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that we will not think another, we will not think negative, but Lord, we'll put our thoughts and our trust in you. Father God, I thank you that you're delivering us from vain imaginations. And Lord, I thank you for deliverance from demonic mental strongholds in the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just say thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for the new year according to the uh, to the tradition of the Jews. We thank you for the our spiritual new year in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we thank you for a new mindset this day, Father. Lord, we thank you, Father, that our, our cup running over. Lord, we thank you that, we, that, Lord, we will not walk in lack. That, Lord, we thank you that every crooked path is made straight as long as we obedient to you. Father God, show us your ways. Show us, show us your statues in the name of Jesus. And Father God, the blood of Jesus over this prayer line, the blood of Jesus over everyone on the prayer line, those who even listen to the recording after, or the blood of Jesus over our children, over those who have grandchildren and great-grandchildren, blood of Jesus over the single people as well as married people. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for, Lord, a shift in our appetites. That, Lord, I pray for a spiritual shift that our appetites will be more about you, Father, in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, I even pray for those who have a natural appetite. That, Lord, there's people across the world that's trying to lose weight, trying to control their weight. But, Father God, help them 
in that area in the name of Jesus. And Father God, help us, for Lord, to constantly focus on being balanced in our health in the name of Jesus. Lord, let us not be addicted or fanatic being healthy. That, that Lord, some people can use health and being healthy as a God, but Lord, teach us to be balanced even in health. And Lord, when we lose weight, or Lord, when we are blessed by you, teach us to stay humble. That Lord, when you give us a responsibility and a, and, a, and Lord, let us manage, keep us humble in the name of Jesus. And Father God, we ask you to help us, Father, in in every area we need help. And Lord, we need your help. That Lord, we need your help. Lord, I thank you for the, Satan has blinded the people, some people. But Lord, open up their blind eyes in the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, those who are in in our cults or in our traditional American churches that is blind by the spiritual things of you, Lord, I pray that you open their eyes, that they receive the vision you have for them. That in your word, Father, you say, without a vision, my people will perish. Lord, give your people a vision. Give them a vision of you, not the vision of this world. Not the vision, if you have this, you have that, you are successful. But Lord, even the Son of Man did have nowhere to lay his head, head on. But the Son of Man did your work, your purpose in the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, teach us not to be people pleasers, but people or pleasers unto you. And Lord, we love you. And Lord, we thank you, Father. And Father God, it's nothing too hard for you. And Father God, I lift up the fivefold ministries across the world. That Lord, I speak supernatural money. I speak supernatural money to, that the gospel will be carried out in the name of Jesus. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I bind and rebuke the spirit of division in the corporate world, even in the church, in the name of Jesus. But Lord, I speak oneness. That, Lord, if we all have the spirit of Christ, the spirit of you, Father, that we should walk on one accord. Because, Lord, you look at the spirit. Now, you, you don't look at a man's appearance, but you look at a man's heart. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, deliver us from diverse temptations. Lord, give us a way of escape in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, we bless our enemies. We pray for those who despitefully use us. And, Lord, we love you. And, Lord, we thank you. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for delivering your people from addictions which God they have created. Deliver them, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I, I pray for balance in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we love you and we thank you. Lord, stir up the praying assessors to stay on the wall of prayer, to stay on the well and wall in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we love you. And, Lord, we thank you. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just say thank you. Lord, we praise you, Father. Oh, Sabado Kusi. Lord, I lift up this election unto you. Uh, this uh, government election. That, Lord, I pray that you put in office that's from your heart in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, bind, we bind and rebuke. Uh, voter fraud, voter manipulation, voter intimidation. We bind and rebuke the spirit of fear. 
But, Lord, I, in the name of you, I pray that you, Father, will allow, that you will allow for our Bible to see. That we pray that you allow the person that's from your heart to have leadership over this country. And, Lord, we pray for your will. We pray for your will from your heart. We pray for your will. And, Lord, let our hearts line up to you with your heart. Let our mind line up with your mind. And let our intentions be the intentions of you, Father. And, Lord, we just say thank you. And in the name of Jesus, I pray for a turnout for the voters in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that revival will spread like wildfires in America in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we love you. And, Lord, we thank you. And, Holy Ghost, help us this day in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I'm not going to be before you long, but I'm today I'm going to speak on Isaiah chapter 58. And um, the title is True and False Worship. Uh, we must worship God in spirit and in truth. Um, what I have learned over the years that people will worship God in church, but they will not worship at home. They will pray on a prayer line, but they won't pray by themselves. You, um, it's the same way you love on God, love on Jesus in the church. It's the same way you should love him at your personal home, your personal space. And I just want to tell everybody, you know, for years, uh, and I was guilty of it, that I wait till I get on a prayer line, you know, years ago before I pray. But you must have a relationship before a prayer line. You must have a relationship with God before you go into a church. Uh, Isaiah 58 and 1, it says, Shout with a voice of a trumpet blast. Shout aloud and don't be timid. Tell my people Israel of their sins. And I was reading that, and I don't hear much about sins. You know, I listen to various different preachers and uh, leaders, you know, whether it's YouTube or sometimes TV or radio. I don't hear much about sin anymore. You know, I hear about uh, about how to increase your membership in your church. I hear about uh, what investments you should make. And I hear, you know, I hear about marriage, which is nothing wrong with uh, marriage teaching or singleness or uh, how to deal with a combative child, but I don't hear much about sin. And we, and you cannot. And the Bible say, "Don't be timid." Sin is sin. Um, lately, uh, I've been on the subject of shocking, and you know, I come across different people who who shock up. And, I, and it's not, a, a mo, these are not worldly people. These are people that's in the church. And these are not older people. These are young people. These are, some of them are leaders. But I don't want to talk about that. Oh, I just, I don't want to, um, you know, I don't want to upset the people. But, we have to get our priorities back in order. 
When you do what God says, there's protection. But when you obey man, when you obey people, there's no protection. Because, you know, uh, it was a saying, so if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. So if you do what God says, God will protect you, and God will bring what's needs to be bring. But if you fear of losing the people, you fear of losing money, you're not good for anything. Verse 2 uh, of Isaiah 58 2, yet they act so pious. They come to the temple every day and seem delighted to learn all about me. They act like a righteous nation that would never abandon the laws of its God. They ask me to take action of their behalf, pretending they want to be near me. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. But we have fasted before you, they say. Why are you impressed? We have been very hard on ourselves, and you don't even notice. I will tell you why I responded. It's because you are fasting to please yourself. Even while you fast, you keep oppressing your workers. And if we go into the New Testament, when the Pharisees say, oh, we fast, once a week, or we fast once a day, and they we give one tenth to the poor. They were trying to impress people. Um, when they fast, they put on a a face of sadness. They they look for attention, and I remember a time people used to fast to get attention. Um, they testify that oh, I fasted for five days, and I get all these weird headaches and. And uh, my stomach, but I thank God for staying on this five-day fast. But I want to tell everybody, you know, when you take a fast, it's between you and the Lord. If your church gives a fast, that's between you and your church. You don't have no business telling your employer that I'm on a fast. A lot of times when I'm on fast, if my employer has something, I don't, have, I don't eat it. Like, What's wrong? Oh, I'm fine. And I leave it like that. Oh, um, we catered some food, and I said, "Can I at this moment? I can't eat eat that type of food at this moment. Uh, no, thank you." Now I've seen people that felt, "Oh, I'm on a fast," you know, um, and I've seen you know people of different religions like Muslims. They, oh, I'm on a fast, or they pray in front of people. But when you when you were for real about God, this is not a show. And and it's another thing we have to be careful. Oh, I'm a Christian. I do this, I do that. But you you oppress. You you nasty to the employees under you. Are you nasty to your children? You nasty to your husband or wife? And you call yourself a man or woman of God. You have to be careful. You have to be careful. That what you're doing, are you trying to please people or are you trying to please God? And I and Isaiah had Isaiah the prophet has, you know, dealt with this. And when I see that in church, you know, people come to church just to look good. But do you come to worship God? Are you come to show that I can worship God? Are you come to show, say, Okay, I'm here to sing. 
I see a lot of talented musicians as well as singers, and they sing well. But when you don't have the Spirit of God upon you, it just sounds good. It's no different from me going buying a, a CD or download some music from Apple or Amazon. Um, and 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 there's another thing. Um, verse 4 of Isaiah 58. What good is fasting when you keep fighting and quarreling? This kind of fasting, you will never get you anywhere with me. And, I, you know, I'm going to tell you this. When you're on a fast, and I'm going to be honest, when you're on a fast and you're fasting, really your focus is like, ooh, I'm hungry, or I got to wait till tomorrow, I got to wait till 6 o'clock or whatever, which, or I can't eat this. But when you're on a fast, you ain't up here keeping up mess. You're not fighting. You're not having all these attitudes and issues. A fast is supposed to keep you humble. When you're on a fast, it should keep you humble. But when you say you're on a fast and you're keeping up, you got more, more fire than lava. Are you keeping up mess? Are you fighting with everybody? What type of fast is that? And one thing I learned, when you're fasting, you have to be very careful what you allow in your spirit because you, you pick, when you're fasting, your spirit ought to be so sensitive. It's times when I fast, it's just like, it's just certain things I just can't be around. Um, when I'm, you know, at one point, when I'm, you know, when I wasn't fasting, I could go to a store and, and and you know get what I want things I need but it's times that Hello. Amen. Sorry about that. So when you fasting, you have to be careful. Like, if I'm on a fast, I don't even go to places in the general public unless I have to. You know, I want to be somewhere that's quiet, still, um, that's not a lot of movement. But when you're fasting, what you're fasting for? I remember a time, um, you know, I was, you know, I was ignorant to some things. And, you know, I hear men and women go, you know, uh, Get the house or get the car and just take a fast. Concentrate before the Lord. And I'm like, well, I'm going to buy a house and I don't have the money to afford it or a vehicle and I don't have the money to afford it. Then take a long fast to see what what God's going to do about this new purchase. And, and now I look at it I say, I need to do that before I even purchase it. Because God's blessings add no sorrow. 
and that's why I learned about fasting. But when you take a fast, don't don't take a fast after you got something you can't afford it or you got yourself in some deep stuff. You know, sometimes we get in stuff we're not aware of. But while you're fasting, and when you're on a fast, wash your face, anoint your head, and keep a straight face. Amen. Uh, verse 5 of Isaiah 58, you armor yourself by going through the motions of penance. Round your heads like reed bending in the weed. You're, you dress in burlap and cover yourself with ashes. Is this what you call fasting? Do you think this will please the Lord? No. This is the kind of fasting I want. Free those who are wrongful in prison. Lighten the burdens of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free. Remove the chains that bind people. Share your food with the hungry. Give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who are in need. And do not hide from relatives who need your help. Now, with this, with relatives, be balanced with that. You know, say, well, the Bible says you got to help your relatives and have you got some relatives that need help and you got some relatives that would never get up to do what's needed to be done. They'll never mature. So I'm going to help some of y'all with that. But God said, I got to help my children. Say relatives. I got to help them. No, you help people, but you don't continue to help someone that's not progressing. Verse 8 of Isaiah 58, then your salvation will come like the dawn, and your wounds will, will quickly heal. Your godliness will turn you forward, and the glory of God will protect you from behind. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Um, when, you, when you're dealing with emotional things, whether it's childhood issues or relationship issues or any type of issues you deal with, Fasting is a blessing because when you fast, you can really hear God and you in reason. And that's the purpose of fasting. Um, when you fast, you're supposed to get results. You shouldn't come up the fast coming from uh, a, a, what do you call it, like a rage like a bear to an alligator. When you fast, there's supposed to be changes, humbleness, and it's fasting here. And when fat, when you are healed through fasting, a lot of time I find out when I take a fast, deliverance comes right in the during a fast, at the end of the fast, and it's like when deliverance comes, I'm here instantly. And it's time to go back to fasting. Um, you know, I tell anybody, uh, fasting, you know, is, you know, people have different definitions of fasting. Now, when they say the Daniel fast, the Daniel is no, you know, people call it Daniel fast, but Daniel was on that, that particular diet. Let me give you an example. When Daniel was dealing with um, the kings, uh, uh, when he was dealing, uh, when Daniel was dealing with, um, you, um, with those kings at the time, 
those uh, pharaohs, when he was dealing with them, he was comparing say, look, my diet consists of vegetables, fruits, and he was telling them if you get off the meats, you will feel better. You won't be as sickly. You won't your continence won't be as low. And that was a diet. Uh, people can call it a fasting, but there was the diet that Daniel was on. So you you can do fasting and say, okay, no chicken, no meat, or you can do a fast that's strictly fruits and vegetables. You can do a fast from sun up to sundown. Uh, you know, when I was coming up, there was a uh, a very common one. You know, growing up in a church, sun up to sundown, you don't eat after but six a.m. 7 a.m. until 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. That's sun up to sundown fast. Um, you got fast that you can go without food for a day or three days or a week. Then you got fasts that um, two, three days without water and food. But it's time to just take a fast to get back into the things of God, to humble your flesh. You know, a lot of times we do, we get off track. You know, you can, I remember I took a fast from, I uh, uh, ate soup and salad for seven days. And it was sun up to sundown, soup and salad for seven days. Now, there's times I went on fast with no sugar, no flour, no bread for 20 days or two weeks, but we need to get back to fasting. And you notice when you take a fast, when you're on a fast, your thoughts become clearer. You, uh, your body starts to feel better. And I was reading um, years ago that when a person fasts for a week, they've seen a change in their they, they sugar levels balance out. Or they didn't have as many much pain if they dealt with arthritis or high blood pressure. Fasting is good. Even your stomach needs a rest sometimes, you know. And so I want to tell everybody, God leads you to fast. Take a fast. And some things you say, God, I'm going to fast about. But it's important to fast. Get back into fasting. But do it. To get a relate, you know, to get deliverance or close relation with God, or to hear God clearly. And there's times when you don't hear God clearly. It's time to take a fast. You know, um, thank God I don't have problems with social media. It's just like I'm not into it like that. I post some pictures, uh, look at stuff, but that that is not me. It doesn't bother me. Um, some people might need a fast from social media. Some people might need a fast from from television. Some people need a fast from going out so much. But I tell anybody it's important to fast. We all need to reset in life. We all we all need to be clear some things in our past and when you find yourself you're you're getting angry and frustrated all the time. Take a fast. And don't and when you're on a fast, don't don't tell nobody. You know, sometimes you can share with her I'm on a fast. You know, I would eat that up. And, you know, you have a good friend or someone that you you're very you're acquainted with. 
But I just want to tell everybody, it's time to fast. Get before God. We'll never get answers. You know, Jesus say when it, when Jesus was delivering people from demons, when um, people getting here, he say these things come by prayer and fasting. And I'm gonna tell you this: when you on a fast, I you know, I, even the more I want to pray, because I just say it just it re-energizes you, it re-strengthens you. So I just want to tell everybody, get get back to you know, because. When you first came to Christ, some of y'all, I remember a time when I first gave my life to the Lord. And I, you know, I grew up in a Pentecostal background and, and went to that to non-denominational. But when I was coming up watching, like, my dad, my mom, and my auntie, there were other aunties. When we were going to Pentecostal church, they used to fast all the time, a big five-day fast. And every time I turned around, they was fasting. They was just fasting and fasting and fasting. And I saw, I can, I can honestly saw the God move in my parents' life. Um, I seen God move because I never heard them, you know, between my mom and dad. But I never heard my dad tell any of my neighbors. Our family member, I'm on a fast. He kept it to himself. And he would, he would work around the house. He'd stay busy and different things. But I've seen God move in their lives through prayer and fasting. And I've seen that. And I've witnessed other people's life by prayer and fasting. And in my personal life, it was a point that when I truly gave my life over the Lord, I was... Dealing, I was under different facets. Like God to give me instructions, whether it's personal or through a, a leader of the church, and I've seen results in my life. I've seen God deliver me from some horrible situations, relationships, jobs, uh, even churches. You got churches God wants you to get delivered from. I've been at church and I was a little girl. God said, "Get, get out of that church." before they be burying you up in that church because we, we get stuck. Because you've been somewhere so long, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything to God. God don't look at numbers. God don't say, oh, you've been in that church since a little girl, a young lad. Oh, you can stay there. I, you know, I'm, I'm just putting on, you know, it's no attendance card in heaven. Oh, you've been you've been perfect attendance for fifty years. Oh, you're gonna get an extra jewel on your crown. Or you're gonna get an extra pair of wings. No, it doesn't work like that. Oh, uh, it doesn't work like that. God wanted to get you out of some churches that some people was under, or some people still under, turn into a cult, or, or God lukewarm. Or God say, it's time for you to go somewhere else. It doesn't mean the church is bad, but God is leading you to go somewhere else. God say, I need you to go to a, a different city, a different state. I need you to get out of your comfort zone. So fasting gives you direction, and you can hear God clearly. So I just want to tell everybody, we wait. Say, well, Lord, I need to get somewhere 
and just and cry for you for a week or a month. No, you might have to cry where you're at you, right now. You might have to go in a different room and go in a closet if you're roommating with somebody. But the enemy will play tricks on you and say, well, how fast better if they don't they stop bringing that food home? No, you just you got to take initiative and say, no, or thank you, but no thank you. Or don't bring me that kind of food. Why? why? I say, no, no, I, I, at this time I can't eat it right now. But some... Most things come by prayer and fasting. So I just want to encourage everybody, get back to your first love. Get back to fasting and do it for yourself. Do it for, you You know, when you have children. You know, we, we need to always fast and pray. Because the spiritual realm is getting more intense in the evil realms. But God, God is for us. I just, I'm just encouraged about it. Go back to fasting. Go back to praying. You know, well, I miss my show. Okay. Most, most people I know got DVRs, meaning you can record a live show. It's a certain time God wants you to pray at a certain time. Every time God says, I want you to pray before 10. There's a reason. You know, Pray at this time. So what I want to tell everybody, get back to the things of God. Amen? Amen. I'm going to finish reading. Um, Verse 9, then when you call, the Lord will answer. Yes, I am here. He will reply quickly. Remove the heavy yoke of oppression. Stop pointing your finger and spread it vicious rumors. Feed the hunger. Help those in trouble. Then your light will outshine from the darkness. The darkness around you will be as bright as noon. Noon. And the Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a every-flowing spring. Some of you will rebuild the desert ruins of your city. Then you will be known as rebuilders of the wall and restorer of homes. Keep the Sabbath day holy. Do not pursue your own interests on that day, but enjoy the Sabbath. And speaking of it with delight as the Lord's holy day, honor the Sabbath and everything you do on that day. And do, don't follow your own desires or, or talk idly. Then the Lord will be delighted. I will, I will give you great honor and satisfy you with the inheritance I promised to your ancestor, Jacob. I, the Lord, have spoken. Amen. God has spoken. So I want to tell everybody, we, we all get in ruts. We all get in old habits and old ways and old patterns. We know better. But get back to prayer fast. If you say, well, I won't eat breakfast for this week, I won't eat lunch, get back into the things of God. Get back. And I can honestly say we, we all fall short. 
Righteous man may fall seven times, but he utterly will not be destroyed because he keeps getting up. Amen. Well, I thank God for everybody that's here, and I'm coming to a close, and that's Isaiah 58, 1 through the whole entire chapter, 1 through 14. I'm reading out the New Living Translation. And get back to true worship. Don't, and you know one thing, I don't see this much as often, but don't worship to, as a competitiveness. Don't worship, say, I'm a, I worship this person. I remember coming up in a Pentecostal church, there was like people try to out-shout, it, out-shout each other, like dancing. And, I, and you can tell, like, they just need to sit down somewhere. But I want to tell everybody, do things because of God. Do things because of Jesus Christ. Not yeah. to show, be a show because it will fail. It will collapse. Only what you do for Christ is going to last. People will appreciate you and some won't. But only what you do for Christ will last. Amen. I'm coming to a close, but anybody want to give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord, mm-hmm. it's important that you do that. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's not promised to you. Next week is not promised to you. Give your life to the Lord. Rededicate your life to the Lord. Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I need you. Need you. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for dying on the cross. For my sins. For my sins. I open the door. Open the door. Of my life. My life. And I receive you as Lord and Savior. Thank you for forgiving my sins. Thank you for forgiving my sins. And giving me eternal life. Give me eternal life. Take control. Take control. Of the throne. Of the throne. Of my life. Of my life. Make me the kind of person. Make me the kind of person. Want me to be. You want me to be. I thank God for everybody that gave your life to the Lord or rededicated. And I encourage you to start off with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Read the Gospels. I encourage you to attend a church in your area. I also encourage you to pray with the talk to God. Through time, it will get better and better. I also encourage you to stay with God, stay with Jesus. I encourage you to uh, stay stay faithful to him because he is faithful. Amen. Amen. I thank God for everybody. Do anyone have any testimonies? You might have to press one. Uh, Do anyone have any testimonies?
anyone have any testimonies? Uh, if the ink is not dry, don't testify. So the testimony, whatever you're working on, whether it's home or car, whatever the case, if it's not completed, don't testify. Amen? Amen. Um, anyone have any prior requests? And if you have any personal prayer requests and you don't want to uh, tell it, you know, amongst people, you can email the church at powerprayer at hotmail.com. It's powerprayer at hotmail.com. Anyone have any prayer requests? Amen. I thank God for everybody, and uh, thank God for you. Amen. Thank God for you. If you want to uh, give God the honor and glory, and if you want to donate or be a blessing to this ministry, uh, you can um, you can give through uh, PayPal. is powerprayer at hotmail.com through PayPal, and um, if you want to mail, you know, mail an offering to see, I'll be a blessing. You can do it uh, through uh, Power Prayer Ministries International. It's P.O. Box 2002, Cypress, Texas, 77410. If you want to be a blessing, and uh, just if you desire, I'm not here to put pressure on you if you desire, and also... I want everybody this week to just take a fast, something, you know, whatever your heart desires, just to get back on track with God, get back in your word. You know, just if you don't know where to read, you can start off at Genesis or you can start off in Psalms, start in the New Testament. I, I, I understand now, but when people, when I was coming up, when people used to give their life to the Lord, when I witnessed that, that was giving a New Testament Bible. And I think, why do they do that? But it's learn about the things of God, of Jesus. And get back, we all fall short. We all mm-hmm. get distracted, but get back. Amen. 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 I thank God for everybody that's here. And uh, I just want to tell you, um, just be encouraged. Trouble don't last always. We... Um, if you messed up, just, just admit you messed up. I screwed up. I didn't do what I need to do. And God will restore you. But we all guilty of something. We all fail. But today, you are restored in Jesus' name. Well, I'm coming to a close. Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you this day. Lord, I thank you for this word. And Lord, I thank you that people's spirit, People's minds are, are being renewed right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you that people all over the world are receiving the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, baptized with fire. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for those who are on a sick bed, that Lord, they, they will accept you before they leave this earth. And Lord, we love you and we thank you in the name of Jesus, Lord. We thank you that you are protecting us from the enemy's snares and traps. And, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for loving on us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. I want everybody to be blessed. 
Jesus love you, and I do too. And Lord's will, I'll be back here next Sunday at 7.30 Central Standard Time, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time, PM. I want to tell everybody good night, be blessed, and have a, a, a nice and safe week. Also, I want this week everybody to keep the elections in prayer. You know, uh, it's important. You know, um, if we go back to the Old Testament, if the children of Israel ask for a king, to this day, we have to go through the golden process. But keep the elections in prayer. You know, um, you know, you know. Some people are Democrat, I'm Republican, I'm liberal, I'm left wing party, I'm Green Party. Regardless, keep the elections in prayer. Amen. 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 I want to tell you about good night. Be blessed. Jesus loves you, and I do too. Good night, everyone. Good night. God bless. God bless. Thank you, Lord. Jesus Christ's name. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.